Ozil puts one up. Chimilko header. Go! I mean, he takes it on one foot and he slaps it home on the other one. He goes! Go! Sergio Santos! That is absolutely brilliant. Shot goal! Montero looking. He's going to take it south. What a goal! Chimilko! is as pretty as Duke as you're going to see in any old looking back. The shot! Goal by the captain! 2-1! Union! Here's Montero striking! Goal! 6-1! They win this with an exclamation point. The Union are in first place in the Eastern Conference. Hey everybody, welcome to Views from the Bridge. Uh, a, a podcast about your not quite first place in the Eastern Conference, Philadelphia Union. I'm your host, as mathematically uh, calculated to be most of the time. I'm, okay, uh, okay, okay. Just take it. Jeez. But I, wow. What? Yeah, vain, I had vain to much. beat your, your, you know, terrible take about my hosting skills in the submission, <laughs> and I've successfully done that. Yes, you have. Just take it. Hey, that's Justin Ashcraft. Hey. You, uh, you know? Pretty good. After last week, I'm sure you feel quite vindicated <laughs> in your over under two and a half points because I won't commit to them just winning either. Okay, well that just got. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, but mm-hmm. there was lots of other things happening this weekend too. So you know, Spurs yeah. decided to already you know mm-hmm. drop a game in the mm-hmm. Premier League. So you know, it's it's been a fun weekend soccer wise. You know, Justin, I'm glad you brought up the Premier League because every week, especially now, we wrestle someone away from the premiership and into the domestic bliss that is major league soccer Good and that segue. person is chuck boot yay that wasn't He's... that was paul but you know chuck's here too you know evan Good segue. i knew there was yeah, a reason chuck. why as soon as you started talking to open up the podcast why i had to open up my bottle mm-hmm. of whiskey Mm-hmm. I, I also like that that consistently I think you're the person that gets the longest lead in to being introduced <laughs> and it's still always just nothing for like three seconds. Hey, this actually and wasn't I, that bad. I mean, Paul has to Paul just it. started laughing. It wasn't first. that bad. It's true. So we just won't introduce Paul this week. You already heard him. Yeah, what's up? I'm Paul. What's going on? Yeah. That's... I've got opinions about things. Mm-hmm. And the podcast have been so nice and short and easy to record when your opinions aren't wasting our time. <laughs> but it's good to see you, buddy. But you have me tonight, buddy. And uh, we you have know, quite a game to discuss. That it's good to have you almost back, Almost sounded it's inappropriate. It is good to have you back, Paul. We missed you. Yeah, anytime. Hey, speaking of anytime, uh, anytime DC United want to catch these hands and take an L, they can do it. Oh! Oh. Damn! I got booed. I got booed way off my. It's unfortunate. <laughs> um, it happens. Yeah, your yeah. Philadelphia Union uh, scored more goals than DC United, who did not have Wayne Rooney. Not that it would have mattered. And uh, mm-hmm. it's another win for the boys in blue. A, a actual win. A real one. Yeah, well, that actually counts for three points. <laughs> As given to most teams that score more goals than their opponent no i just meant that it was an 11 v 11 that's all i was referring to fair enough um twas comprehensive and also included some lineup change as well and a formation change what 
What? Jim yeah, Curtin imagine. being flexible? I enjoy that everyone went, oh, this is bad again this week. Um, which, I mean, I didn't think this lineup when it was put on paper was as bad as uh, was the one two weeks ago. But, boy howdy, Brendan Aronson and, and Kai Wagner seem to get along swimmingly. <laughs> It's really nice being able to put him on the wing and have them overlap on runs, especially when they switch to a four-two-three-one. Like yep. you kind of, you know, you have Ilsenio available on the right, which is always going to be great for your team. But the fact that you can have Aronson out there and just have each other, him and Wagner, switch out on runs down the flank, like they are so in sync with each other, and it is really fun to watch. Um, for me, the theme of the day was big men who move. In the form of Casper Shabilko just literally pirouetting around the entire DC United midfield. Oh my And then God. being able to lay it off to Elsino, like it doesn't get much better than that movement wise. Like mm-hmm. to say that the Union ran circles around DC is an understatement. Oh no, it was it was bad. Man, it was really bad. They seemed so out of position when it came to the Phillies' passes in the final third. Like, I still can't believe how wide open Aronson was on that second goal just because Shabilko made the effort to run all the way up to almost the half-yard line, mm. draw his defender out with him, and then just, like, double-step and make the guy fall over? And it's like, now everyone's looking at Casper in the middle of the field, and there's this young child running into on goal yeah. with nobody guarding him. Like, that that was insane. You know, yeah. Shabilko really is turning into that game changer that Philadelphia truly needs. Because I, I don't think you can deny it anymore. That first goal he had, that finish, That's... is like one in a thousand chance you put that in at the near post on that run. Yeah, I mean that was textbook. Uh, literally, just watching it back, that's one of the best crosses mm. I've ever seen a Union player hit too. Oh yeah, if I'll, credit yeah, where it's and... due. Because I mean, that's if that's farther back, like towards the the back mm-hmm. post, I think Hamid is able to collect that because mm-hmm. it's not that hard. It's hard, but it's not really driven. Like I hit this nine hundred miles at your chest hard. Um, it had a little bit of height to get itself there, but it uh-huh. dipped so low that it was coming right onto Casper's foot, and it almost yeah. froze Hamid. And, like, granted, he had the angle on the near post, but Casper just put it somewhere. You can't save that shot, yeah. you know? It's, and like, not even a mistake on his part. It's just Casper made the perfect run, and Wagner put in the perfect ball. My hot take, and then I'll let somebody else talk for a minute. Uh, that's just bad goalkeeping on the Union's second goal. Uh, yeah. I, I know, it could have been, but I think any time you're... It was a... Re- it wasn't, so I mean, there's that. I mean, but, I give Aronson yeah. all the credit <laughs> like there. When you turn, when know. you collect the ball at the top of the 18, you turn and you realize there's not a defender there. Like, there's a little bit of like, what is happening right now right. that has to go through your mind? Um, And then yeah. to there's be everybody. able to, <laughs> you know, be able to like find that spot and collect yourself enough to put the ball in a really good spot. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, Hamid probably should have taken a little more of the angle away. 
But I'm not sure Hamid thought his defenders were going to be in that bad of a position when Aronson got the ball either. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, like the pace at which Aronson shot that, like, Hamid didn't really have a chance to react because it was just Aronson turns, gets ball, up, oh, ball's in the back of the net. Well, and mm-hmm. and Hamid starts to come out too. Like I don't know if he thought the yeah, ball it was, was very too heavy indecisive. or what, but he kind of gets caught in no man's land, and and Aronson makes him pay for it. So, yeah, I you know, three goals in the first half is is phenomenal. I think Shabilko distributed really, really, really well. Um, like if maybe one of the better games, at least for him, as far as distribution for a target man goes, that we've seen. A well-rounded performance in general. His yeah. work on the press too caused so many errors for DC. Oh my God, it was, it was bad, man. They they were looking at times where there was DC stuck on the sideline, and you've got two or three guys surrounding him. Like, mm. what do you even do in that point? You you turn it right over to Montero because he can read anything. I mean, you want to credit Shabilko too. There was a defensive play he made in like the eighty-fifth minute or something where he's tracking back and. You know, making a stop, kind of deep yeah. in Union territory, and I was like, "What? Wait, wait, wait a second. Mm. <laughs> the starting the striker, striker? <laughs> the striker that has like played all game and like whatever else, and he's still making defensive runs to stop things from happening." Yeah, no, this is easily one of his best performances as an overall player that I've seen, and you know, if this is if this is the wake up call that Union fans meet, need for. Anyone who's saying we need a DP striker or an elite attacker from another league to mm. come in and like set the world on fire, you know, no, you don't. You well, need someone he's... in a good system who's a good enough player that can finish off his chances when given them. And now mm. the union have those good players to provide him those chances. And the guy who's been billed as your big signing is on the bench striker and you don't need him if your team puts in three goals in the first half so yeah and it's interesting to me options. it's interesting to me that we see a 4-2-3-1 without Marco Fabian and Papa Pico yeah well we're that's gonna get something baby. without Alejandro Bedoya this weekend coming up well that's another issue we'll talk about that later yeah I mean <laughs> I'm honestly not against trying to see if you can play the four two three one with other personnel because what team is kind of better to play an experimental lineup against than one that's basically already checked out for the season it's weird because DC's yeah. in a playoff spot but like mm-hmm. they don't they aren't playing like they want or deserve it Nope. This this reminds me of the Philly team from a couple years ago, or was it one or two years ago that was in first place, riding into like May or June, and then they just started losing everything and barely snuck themselves into a playoff spot, and end up getting uh, spanked by Toronto actually in the playoffs. I think that was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that team, it's just you knew they were good. You knew they had talent. You knew they were in a good position to take a good playoff spot if they wanted it. But, man, every performance was just, you've got to be kidding me. That, that's that's what DC's reminding me of right now. 
And it's it's tough because they're even more talented than that Union team. <laughs> but just not do, being able to do anything with it. And mm. they know they're losing talent at the end of the season. Yeah. So, man, I would not like to be a DC fan right now. I mean, like I tweeted during the game, if DC wants to, if the DC fans want to sit there and be like, "Oh, it's not a rivalry," maybe they should start taking it a little more seriously. Well, maybe they should win a game, you know. Since we've won I, the last what six now? Something like that. Four. At six. Least. Six. In I mean, a row hell, I don't know. Days. I don't know why Philadelphia fans are calling it a rivalry when you spank them all the time. I yeah, mean, maybe is Philadelphia finally in a place as a soccer club where they can literally be like, "Yeah, no, you guys aren't our rivals," because you know we just kind of have your number at yeah. this point. Sustained success or what have you. They're getting there. You got, you're getting there. Like it's, you know, it's promising, but you got to get Remember, there. Remember, DC's yeah. Uh, people need to, s- yeah, and they have yeah. a cup or two to their name. Yep. Always helps. Uh, that, that sounds. Speaking like a of Cowboys having a cup argument. or two to their name, Philadelphia Union's next opponent, Los Angeles Football Club. Uh, what? I was what? not. What? what? Oh boy! What? No, losing my Time mind. Am I out. Insane? Oh no! Yep, I am. Great. Great. Wow. Great. Okay. Statistic. Woo. Statistic. Oh wow. Damn it. New new Come club, on. other side of the country. Wow. New club, other side of the country, and they they do in fact have a, have a cup a, to their name. Cup. Your champions mm. elect Atlanta United. No. Um. <laughs> boo this man. MLS Eastern Conference champion. Atlanta United. Soon to be. What, do you, to what be. are you doing? What are you doing with that? They're, what do you, they're, Atlanta's going to win the East. They're okay, going to play okay, LAFC. Okay. They're going to lose like 9 oh, nothing to Carlos Vela. Wow. I mean, I'm hoping that you're trying to jinx this because you're, you're just gone off the rails yeah. tonight. Can we give out our Conceso right now? Because yeah, I have a pretty surprising choice. Is it me? Um... <laughs> It's I you. Mean, there was barely <laughs> a it's me, Austin. It to, so, yeah, it's you. Yeah, I mean, I guess by default it's me. All right, so take your Anderson cool. head uh, and go no, no, home. Wait, hold on, hold on. Thank I you. will stand up for Evan here. For what Thank it's worth, yeah. Ray Gaddis also had a terrible game. So. I, he still wouldn't be, he still wouldn't be my golden can say so because in games like this, no. it's always who's the player who's not available for the next game. Oh. I know who it is. Oh, Alejandro Bedoya. He's not El good. Capitan. Yeah. No, that's a cannon. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah. We, is this where I supposed to I scream? Fi- I want to fire you into the sun right now, Evan. Oh, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have to mention Heineken or something now? <laughs> as long as you fit Audi in the mix. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> Don't drink and drive, kids. <laughs> this is not an MLS sponsor podcast. No, no. It might be uh, another sponsored podcast soon, though. <gasps> Spoiler. Well, it's not. I didn't say anything. We didn't say nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. We're not working on anything. Don't worry about it. No. More um, info coming soon. Yeah, there won't be. You won't hear any news at any point in time soon. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Philadelphia's next opponent, uh, Frank DeBoer and Atlanta United come to town. After a midweek game, <laughs> yeah, it's still okay. It's okay. still a game. 
Oh, what, Evan? Sell no, me on Atlanta United. Wow, what are, what are they going to do against the Philadelphia Union that Win, other like, teams haven't been able to one? do? I don't know. I mean, the the one thing you can bet on is Joseph Martinez Joseph will score Martinez? a goal. Yeah. Yeah, he'll get like two. I don't think he will. I think this is where the streak comes to an end. No, I'm going to be a on. positive Philadelphia Union fan right now. That's no. Because I was last no. week and I'm going to continue to be this week. That's uh, being no, ridiculous. No, 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 stop it. Stop it. <laughs> we have two. <laughs> oh, he's two. only probably the best goal scorer in MLS history. But guys, if I say he's not going to score, it's being negative. No, no, no. I just don't. I think this is. This is where the street comes in. Welcome to the new weekly segment of Views from the Bridge Pod, Moving the Goalpost with Justin. No, I'm not moving any goalposts. <laughs> I was the one who took the over on 2.5 points. You took the under. After you moved the goalpost. I didn't move the goalpost. There was no goalpost in the next set one. I'm Am I in a fever dream right yep. now? What going is going on? Well, Paul, you weren't here last week, and if you listened to a podcast that you were on, then you would have heard that Justin moved the goalpost last week. Uh... I'm just not going to have an opinion anymore, I guess. No, God, no uh, I agree with you, Justin. I don't think he scored. I don't think he scores in this game. <laughs> Great. Good night, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I'll, see, I'll I, see myself out. I just think, I, I mean, I think our, I mean, okay. So if in, if, if Joseph Martinez ends up in a position where he's going against Ray Gattis, then we give up a goal. Uh, but I think, <laughs> yes. like... Jack uh-huh. Elliott's a good center back. Mark McKenzie's a good center back. If Austin Trusty plays, he's a good center back. I think there's a, there's a we have a talented defensive team, and if you add Warren Craval to the mix of the midfield this week without Bedoya, I, there's a good chance we don't necessarily give up a goal to Martinez. I don't know. See, the, my only argument against that is just the fact that. The Union can't go a game without giving up a goal. I don't. Th- I don't think it's a s- situation where they need to keep a clean sheet against Atlanta to win this game. I, I mean, I, I mean, look no, at, I'd agree like, with that. Or, I don't. I mean, in MLS, you don't have to keep a clean sheet to win any game to begin with. Nope. Yeah, but like, look at what Orlando was able to do with a primarily attacking lineup against Atlanta this week. Atlanta squeaked by with a late goal from Martinez. Then they won one nothing mm. against Orlando, who has been statistically very funny to watch because there's so much promise there, and yet the product is just not great. But with Philly, mm. there is talent there, and the product, when clicking, is very, very good. So if there's ever a lineup where you can put some attacking pieces in play and go at them, not to mention you have Warren Crival there to support your center backs, guys, Union could win this game. They can absolutely win this game against Atlanta. They really, really can. If there was a year that it was going to happen, it would certainly be this year. Evan doesn't believe in this team. No. I'm figuring out. No, 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 no. There's death. There's taxes. There's Joseph Martinez goals. There's losing to Atlanta United. Oh, my and that's God. It. And there's nothing wrong with that, except for the schedule's weird, and we play Atlanta, and then we play LAFC, and there's no points there. We play, okay. We play LAFC with a week break, so. There's no points there. It's. 
There's no points there. I, I don't no think so. There's no points I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Man, I really hope Atlanta United lose the U.S. Open Cup final tomorrow. Why? Because we don't have any. <laughs> Who cares what they do in the Open Cup tomorrow? Because we've had, like, five chances at winning one. But I don't want Minnesota and, to win a trophy. And... No, I yeah, what? Are you what? crazy? What? Yeah, do you really want to give Minnesota that leverage? Sure. On Philadelphia? What do Why? They, what do they have? Nothing, and that's nothing. Oh, hey guys, we were in a dead league. Uh, you know, well, phrase a that. piece nothing of silver MLS, that but... we don't have. But like, I, I just don't. I'm still oh hurt about God. losing it three times in a row. You know, that's what it comes down it's, to. I, I mean, just use my my depression as something else. Okay, it does hurt. Um. <laughs> I would realistically hope that the team's no only team... using the most successful U.S. Open Cup team of all time to fuel their academy. So you know, whatever. I, I mean, I would hope that neither team could win, but obviously that's not possible. I don't know um, how possible that is. In this game against mm-hmm. Atlanta, mm-hmm. Uh, I my thoughts just, exactly. Thank you. Just say. Well, no, I think. That the most likely result is probably either a 1-1 draw or a 2-1 Atlanta win. Because mm. Atlanta okay. does have the best defense in the East. And they are not easy to score past. The Union can score past any team on their day. But I do believe that missing Alejandro Bedoya will cause it a decline in the offense. And Warren Craval's uptick mm-hmm. in the defense isn't necessarily good enough to offset that. So I'm hoping that it's just back to Brendan Aronson and Marco Fabian. I if Craval gets in, he's gonna have like if Craval starts, he's gonna have to play the game of his life. Um, he still mainly plays sideways passes, so yeah, he's gonna have to play the best sideways sideways passes of his life. Hey, if they create build-up opportunities, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Pepper in a couple that are a slightly forward angle, and now, now you're getting somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Um. <laughs> the funny thing, this is actually probably one of the first games where we should discuss lineup questions because. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Number Let's, one. Yeah, does Austin Trusty deserve to? come back into the lineup after the performance against Heck DC. No. Nope. Nope. No. no. Um, nope. Number two, do you play your designated yep. players in this game? Uh, sure. Well, designated player uh, and high-value TAM signing. You're one from Mexico, yes. You play that one. Yeah, play that guy. The other one, no thank you. <laughs> I will stick with Casper. <laughs> What if you can get wait? Now, now, Jim Curtin has entered a phase in his life as a as a manager, as an artist, with withdrawing lineups, if you will, where he's we're trying things out. You know, we're seeing what's new and what's what's fresh. Has he ever considered playing two strikers at the same time? Yes. Tried it a few weeks ago. Can one of them be Andrew Wooten again? (laughs) 
instead of Marco Fabian? I don't see Can why we not. Can we play Wooten, not... Shabilko, I... and Fabian at the same time? Yeah, why not all three? Why, mean, not play, why not play Wooten, Shabilko, and Fabian see, at the same time? I'm asking time. in curtain theory, not in regular human being theory. Okay. Like, uh, has someone been no. like, hey, man, you can play, like, five attacking players I mean, he's... at one time and, like... He's played, played them where they're supposed to play. He's played all three of them. Um, just Wooten hasn't settled in. Yeah. I mean, hell, you go with a midfield where you're looking at Fabian, Montero, Aronson, Madunyadin, and then you throw Wooten and Shabilko up there. You're going guns ablaze at Atlanta. Just unfortunately, you don't have another base. option up top. And then they score five goals against you, and you lose five to one, like Evan wants us to this weekend. I don't want to lose five one. <laughs> I'm just prepared to lose five one. I just want to get a repeat of El Trafico from last night, like every week in MLS at some point, and this is our chance. God, next week's show is going to be unbearable with you puffing out your chest. I was right about Atlanta. God, that's oh, a real hard one to do. Is unbearable because I'm usually here. Are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Says the guy who has to st- has to say, "I'm still statistically the host of this podcast." Well, am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. See. Uh, oh my word. Um. Jeez. I. Um. I don't think you play two strikers in this us? game. And. Mm-hmm. I don't think you change much from this past game. Well, yeah, it's it's a safe approach to go that way. Well, because the outside of the, the experimental yeah. lineup was probably more likely for Atlanta than it was for DC because you can play DC with any lineup you want. You're only going away from the diamond in that game to figure out if playing that much pace can actually have success in the field and to see if Casper can provide hold up play play as a 10 and put the ball in the back of the net and from that game Mm -hmm. check check and check the biggest problem is I just don't want a pivot of Warren Craval and Harris Medunian and I don't think it's possible that we see one of Anthony Fontana, which hopefully means that it's Medunian and, Mont- and Montero with Fabian in the middle. Mm-hmm. That seems like the best option. Uh, You're literally seems like the best, best players option. on the field. Yeah. Um, I'm the biggest con- what thing a concept. would probably be, I guess, are we going Ilsenio again against a team that can you def- no. think can defend the byline? I mean, or I mean, we're going to do it, but uh, we shouldn't. I don't know. I, 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 I like, think you bring I like to think that Jim Curtin's smart enough to know that, like, against mm. teams that defend the byline, you can't start Elsinio because he's only done that once. No, this year. you absolutely shouldn't. So who do you who do you put in El Senior spot then? Um, that's kind of the problem because you. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, the the only other yeah. real option is flipping Fafa's side. 
Where's Fabian Harbour's and Marcus Epps when you need them? <laughs> I wouldn't want. Them Would you like there. the real answer to those questions, not, or do you want not to Evan? Shut up. Okay. I do miss both of them. I'm just saying, when you need a right-sided winger, and you don't have one. Eric Ayu. Nice Can we loan Where's them he? in on an emergency? Does that still work? Emergency loans? Yeah. Why don't we get the MLS like pool keeper to see if organizational right MLS loans? Charlie Lyon is your, is your starting right midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Throw him out there. See what happens. Joe Bendick. I mean, it's... Now there's not an idea. <laughs> I I mean so yeah, if you have to go midfield four, then yeah. I mean you, I think you, you're taking uh, you don't have Craval in the field which worries me against Atlanta, and uh-huh. then you're putting both your strikers up there with kind of no other option. Kind of. Yeah, I I mean yeah. I th- I think it goes back to the whole do you, if you're going up with two at the top. Do you have enough in the middle that you can support your strikers up there? Because they're going to be shadowed all game long if they're going that route. You know, in theory, it would be nice to play with five midfielders and have two guys pushing up the wings, trying to draw them out and clear up that middle for some runs in. This is actually... But it's tough with not really an option on the right. I mean... You know, in theory, Bedoya would be greatest there, but he can't friggin' play. (laughs) Um, I was going to say, this is where, like, Marco Fabian being a volume shooter actually helps you. Yes. Because he has to keep mm-hmm. the Atlanta defense honest because it doesn't matter where he's on the field. He's going to try a shot if he feels like he's open, which is all the time. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be a tough one. I think Jim has, I think Curtin has his hands full with this one. I mean, it doesn't matter. This Evan is... already said there's no points here, so we're discussing a loss anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. Why bother? Justin, okay. perfect summation of how I feel. Super de duper. Let's move on because I hate this. Yeah, listener questions. Let's go for it. Let's get it. Let's do it. Um, feeling it. Paul, do you have them? Yeah. I have them if you don't. I don't. They were most at you. I don't. I'm on a. F- I'm. I am hey, on a phone in the meantime, right now. while Justin pulls those up, uh, follow at VFTB Pod to submit your questions. All right, I'm gonna save my uh, hot takes question for last because. Oh great! A- I'm sure we'll have them. Okay, so going back to this past game, mm. mm-hmm. which alumni player that was in the D- that was at the game this weekend would you want yeah. back on the team right now in their prime? Oh god! Uh, I- oh. I mean, based on the problem. Wait, wait, hold on. In in their prime, Cleberson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doesn't yeah. doesn't overload your roster at a certain position. It's Cleberson in his prime. No. Fair enough. It's not in their union prime because if that was, then the answer would be Sebastian Latou. Let's just say based or, based on the problem we were just discussing, Sebastian Latou would be a good help this weekend. I was going to say. Ah, yeah. He would be wonderful. But that's also, like, the easiest answer. Are we sure he can't still play? Are we, like, absolutely sure he's he's done? 
<laughs> I think so. I feel like he could. So. Yeah, nah, me too. Man, I'll take me some Danny Califf. Yeah, any you would do. Given day. Yeah. I mean, Danny Califf next to Jack Elliott would be n- nice. Yeah, it'd be super. It would be like, you wouldn't have to worry about that area at all. <laughs> this is actually a, It's actually super tough because... I'm, like, stuck between two players. For this game mm-hmm. specifically, um, having a prime Brian Carroll would help a lot. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's like, I, I also can't turn down a prime kilo. Oh, man. I mean, he was killing it over in Europe in his prime. Like, he would be the best... He would be that guy who's a world beater in MLS if he came over here when he was, you know, in his early 20s. I mean, good lord. Oh, yeah, if he came at the same yeah. age as Carlos Vela, he rips this league to shreds. Yeah. 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 I still t- I still take my boy Danny Caleb, though. Hell yeah. Oh, I mean, going with yeah. the true MLSers, I'm still taking Brian Carroll first. <laughs> Fair enough. I think you could still play Brian Carroll this weekend. And just have him try to confuse Joseph Martinez with, like, mortgage <laughs> jargon and financial advice. Uh, I was going to say he'd actually figure out how the hell Atlanta was able to put that roster together and then bring it back mm. to the union. That's true. Yeah, Brian Carroll could come on and, like, explain TAM finally. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone wants is that's Brian Carroll. Hey, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. What a guy. Justin, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Didn't Gabriel Farfan play right back at times? Or Michael? Who didn't, you know? One of the two. <laughs> yeah. One of the two of them played right back at some point in their career, so. Uh, oh, we're okay, we're doing, okay, yeah. Uh, then if we're, if we're playing that game, Ryan Richter, please. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, any other? If we're playing that game, Shane and Williams. Oh, boom! Actually, that—that's the answer. That's my answer. Shane and Williams is the guy that I would take back in his prime. Um, you missed the long throw-ins. I missed the long throw-ins, and I think he was completely wasted on the Union teams that he spent time here. I think he was the <laughs> best. Pl- he was the best player on the field for years in a Union uniform. Uh, it's really sad think... when that's your right back. And you would and you would try to sell that to people, and they'd be like, "Dude, who cares?" Right, so Shannon Williams would be my, yeah, actually that would be my answer. Fantastic pick. Uh, uh, talk about wasted yeah. talent. <laughs> oh my word. You know what I miss the most, though? Uh, I miss the Kevin Casey, Shane on Williams call. Yes. Like the, the pregame roster... Uh, Shane on Williams call it was always a good one. The biggest thing I miss about Philly is getting double Kevin yeah. Casey for Union games and LaSalle games. Mm, mm. Yeah. Chuck, apparently you have a lifetime ban at Talon. Is this true? According to our listener questions, you have a lifetime yeah. ban at Talon. This is a heavy allegation to bring upon <laughs> somebody, by the way. I know it's 2019 and none of that matters anymore, but fantastic. That's why you moved to Baltimore. Um, I'm just going to say on this <laughs> podcast that Liam can go fuck himself. Whoa, hey, man. Oh! 
Nothing like a baseless allegation backed up by just an incredibly spicy and vulgar statement. Yeah, that makes us want to draw away from the question even more. Just yeah, man. <laughs> uh, do you kiss anybody with that mouth? Do they? Do they like that? <laughs> so so wait, no. I want to know the context of this. What happened in twenty eighteen? His mouth or his fingers that is true. <laughs> why are we bringing, the views why are we bringing fingers into this? Views from the bridge because are he not, typed in fact, it with his fingers. Views in the bridge. Uh, he could have used voice text. <laughs> he could have used voice text. Oh, no. This is the greatest podcast of all time. Alright, so our next serious question is from Playoff Hat Pat. And he says, talk about NYCFC and odds they take first place. Uh, no, I no. give them a 2% chance. Yeah, that's about my answer. 2%. Get a regulation like field and we'll talk milk. I give them a whole milk chance. What is that, zero? They're not. They're not getting first place. It's not no, 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 no. It's either Atlanta or Philly, sure. and it'll be the choo-choo trains, baby. But you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, that's that's the question. Great. All right, Gary Lewis. Uh, ask mm-hmm. the question: If we lose Saturday, is the season over? <laughs> Gary, I, I love you. Uh, I love your band, Gary Lewis, and the news. Um, but we are gonna. He clarified it. It said, is Saturday okay. win or bust? More most important game in Union history, or pretender that is included cup finals versus contender. contender uh, I'm glad we contender. found Kevin Kincaid's like burner account. What's <laughs> <laughs> no, the most important game in Union history, bro? Um, Are we really gonna get ourselves fired up over this? Because oh, oh I thought God. we were just gonna leave it at fired, and I was like, you can't fire me for nothing. <laughs> Um, so that's cool. Are we gonna get fired up over this? Uh, I'm fired up over it. I've been fired over it all why? evening since we got this question over, over Twitter why? today. And then oh Evan just word. Did you did you read Mandem's Twitter bio? Because you should do. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. What? D- don't get us off topic, Justin. I, this is all. This is the guy. That <laughs> why are you question. so heated right now? I'm great. I'm heated because. Justin's mad because he's mad. I don't know. No, no. This is a continuation of last week's <laughs> podcast that, oh, this team's so bad, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and if they lose one game, then the world is ending and everything else. Yeah. Guys, there are six games left after this game this season. There's 18 points left on the table after this game. There is no reason but, this season is anywhere close to over after this game. But isn't this going to start a downslide in which we will lose them all? <laughs> It could, but we're still going to make the playoffs. So, no, the season's not over. Gosh. I mean, the union the union what if also just, didn't just know when like, the schedule was, basically you know? wrapped up a top 4 seat this weekend. If this was if this was Europe and we didn't have the playoffs because apparently according to Zlatan the playoffs are shit. If we didn't Hashtag open table. have the playoffs, <laughs> then yes, the season would be over after we lose this game, but fortunately for the MLS we have playoffs. So, 
No, to, this op- season is not op- over. After this, <laughs> go to opentable.com backslash pro um, for USA. Even if we didn't have the playoffs, it wouldn't be oh, over. Stop after trying to this break game the because system. The Union would still have a shot at the title in the East. Yeah, it still ain't happening if we lose this game. I'm glad everyone got triggered by that. I that I will agree on. Actually, if we lose this game, we're not winning the East. Well, yeah. Because then we're three points behind and a game in hand behind. So, uh-huh. yeah. Um, but the season's certainly not over. No, no it's not. <laughs> just, mean, just to humor myself, I'm going to pull up the rest of Atlanta's schedule. Oh, fuck. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, so, this is a must win for the East. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta's only hard game left is NYCFC. San Jose. Oh, okay. San, San, Ho- San Jose is going to Atlanta, so San Jose is going to get trounced. It is at NYCFC, yes. Ooh. Guys, I don't know. They might just kill the Jets off and, and lose to Cincinnati. That'd be beautiful, well, but okay, it won't happen. Just Let's not, not get our hopes Wider. up about something that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the Union winning on the 31st. You're the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get out of my life. All right, well. Let's not base our chances pleasure. on winning the East off of something that's not going to happen. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, uh, I'm yeah, sorry. So season's did I, over. Did I move, In summation. Did I move the goalpost again? I'm sorry. Maybe. I'll stop moving the goalpost for you. Yeah. It looks like it's in a different spot <laughs> than it was 10 minutes ago. Yeah, the Union are playing next weekend's game on an 80-yard field. No kickoffs. Oh yeah, God NFL. You re- really, really, people are absolutely trashing America Soccer League for yeah. pulling that. I had no idea where you were going. Once a week. Kind of made it relevant. Hot take. But my God, NFL. Mm. Really, you're going to mm. subject teams to an 80 yard field? Yeah. Get out well, of here. Well, they didn't here. do kickoffs, so it's fine. Yeah. They also oh, yeah, don't that, have ma- that makes Walsh, it all so. okay. Please spare me, yeah. NFL. Hey, uh, Justin, next question. That's it. That's all the questions. Oh, we great. Got. Oh, I'm so glad we ended on that one where everyone just went on mini tangents the whole time. <laughs> Isn't that the way to do it? Really great stuff. This is good It content. is the way to do it, Chuck. Thank content. you. I don't know if we're the judge of that because we're making it, you know? Conflicted. That's how I feel. You're such a realist and I don't like it. Well, someone's got to do it, and it's me. It's a shame. It is a shame. It's really a shame. A shame. <sighs> anyway, uh, follow us on Twitter. And tweet us your weird questions or terrible arguments or whatever else you uh, you would like to know. Tell us why Jim's is the best uh, cheesesteak place in Philly. Holy Don't shit, I agree with you start. on something. <laughs> oh, there it is. What? Yeah, but not the one on South Street. The one that's yeah. like in... The random, like, mm-hmm. yeah, not well traveled part of Philly. I believe my parents call that anything that's not broad, <laughs> and yeah. even then they just mean South Broad. Wow! And even then they just mean the Kimmel Center. Like if it's not inside the Kimmel Center, it's it's bad. <laughs> anyway, at VFTV Pod, follow us there. Stay tuned. We might have some news coming for you. Depends. On the other part of the news. 
other than that, we'll see you after we lose inevitably to Joseph Martinez go and Atlanta away. United. Shut up. Go Union. I, no, that's so Justin go is now Union. Being the host of the next Win the episode. game. Oh, okay. Please. God. I'm looking forward to him moving the goalpost after every question. <laughs> <laughs> so, if guys, we have five games up, left. If the Union Over, pick up points spot? in this okay. game, what? you have to do the next episode as host with a voice modification on of what? some kind. No, through, what? like, a Snapchat no. filter. You need to no. be... No. Paul. No. Yes. God, that would be terrible. Yes. No, we have to Paul? do something to just humiliate yes. him, not derails the entire podcast. <laughs> yeah. Could you Let imagine him doing the entire, entire podcast as, like, Yoda? I don't want what? to. Paul, go away. To oh, I want that. <laughs> Paul, go... No, bye. We're getting a... Follow us at VFTB Pod. Tell Paul that that was the worst at idea at VFTB Pod with really what Evan ideas. needs to do if the Union yeah. win this game. Yeah, do that. Or or uh, go on Facebook too and let us know there. Oh yes, yeah. don't yeah. do the Twitter. Yes, that thing. Darth Vader. No, stop it. Anyway, it certainly won't be anything Paul suggests. So just go as far away from what Paul says as possible. Kermit the Frog. Figure out a way to make it work. What? No. Anyway, we'll see you next week after a uh, 3-1 loss to Frank DeBoer's Atlanta United. Take care. Elmo. (laughs) Thanks for listening to another episode of Views from the Bridge, a Philadelphia Union podcast. As always, thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. We are a proud part of the Beautiful Game Network. BGN is a network of soccer podcasts, writing, and other great content. Go check them out at bgn.fn. You can find us on social media at VFTBPod on both Twitter and Facebook. Go check us out there, leave us a note, and ask questions. That is at VFTB Pod on both Twitter and Facebook. Head over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe to the show and please leave us a review. For the Views from the Bridge podcast, Evan Valella, Chuck Booth, and Paul Catrino, I'm Justin Ashcraft. Later.